Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Passionate, patriotic, a little bit pugilistic, and always professional. Hear what Roy Green has to say on the Chorus Radio Network. Follow me on Twitter. It's at the Roy Green Show at the Roy Green Show, and uh, emails Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. Before I talk to my guest, I just want to say a few words about a young woman many of us got to know through this program. She was forty-eight years of age. She was a successful real estate agent. She had been a, a marathon runner, and she was very ill. She spoke to us about health conditions and requiring transplants and or a transplant. But her greatest issue, immediate issue, was the pain the illness brought along. And so she was prescribed opioids. We knew her as Catherine. And then because of this targeting of chronic pain patients which is just actually abusing chronic pain patients. Catherine had her opioids reduced, withheld. Her own doctor was prescribing as he could, and then he reduced because they're under tremendous pressure, doctors are, by the medical colleges, by governments, And then another doctor she didn't know, had never seen, who had never treated her, she told us, called her or contacted her family physician and ordered her opioids cut even more. But if you remember hearing her, you remember the pain in her voice. She had a big heart. She was very courageous. She wasn't going to hide. And she was doing it not just for herself, but she was doing it for other chronic pain patients. And a few days ago, earlier this week on Thursday, she passed away from the illness. There will be people who will say, well, it was probably opioid-related. Don't even go there. The opioids had nothing to do with it. The opioids only provided quality of life to a certain extent and pain relief. And from my perspective, and I've tweeted this and I've talked about it, the opioid crisis is manufactured. When we're told that 2,500 people, 2,700 people died in 2016 of opioid-related issues, that's very sad. It's very sad, but it's not a crisis. 
a crisis is 38,000 Canadians who died in 2016, maybe more, because of tobacco-related illness. That's a crisis. But what's happening with tobacco? Oh, no, that's okay. That will sell from behind the counter. No problem. Why? Could it be because billions of dollars are collected in taxes? Or am I just too much of a cynic? My condolences to Catherine's family and friends. We were very fortunate to get to know her. Very fortunate. Barry Ulmer is the executive director of the Chronic Pain Association of Canada. He joins us from Alberta. Barry, what's going to happen with, uh, with, and thank you for all the yeoman's work you do for chronic pain patients across this country. What's going to happen as far as Alberta's pharmacists are concerned? And what powers are they going to assume for themselves uh, when, a, when a pain patient comes in with a doctor, doctor's prescription, which has opioids on it? What, 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 are, they, what are the pharmacists going to do? You know, Roy... I really wish I knew, but it, it looks to some degree when you when you read their directive and that that they're they're going to start playing doctor to some degree, and and I certainly don't agree with that at all. I think uh, don't get me wrong. I think pharmacists have a, a, an integral part to play in a lot of things, but I don't think this is one of them unless they're part of an in, integral team where the doctor, of course, is the is the quarterback and and leads the way to go. But but uh, the latest directives that are coming out from from the pharmacy group uh, are just another method of stigmatizing chronic pain patients and even making them feel worse than they already do because of the, the way they're treated and, and uh, uh, dismissed and, and so on and so forth. So I uh, can't understand what this is all about and there's no reason for it. I, call, I got in touch with the Alberta uh, College of Pharmacists and I asked them for information. I asked them to provide me with information, uh, substantive information, which underscores that they're allowed to do this because there's such a thing as doctor-patient confidentiality, and they sent me, uh, and you have the email, I sent it to you, uh, the, the explanation they gave. But I have some other questions for them. For example, uh, we found out from um, Don Ray Downton and her husband Bob uh, that there are 21 levels of access, depending on your need to know, uh, your primary care doctor would have full access. Pharmacists seem to have rather limited access based mostly on prescription history. So we have some questions that I'm going to be sending out to the Alberta College of Pharmacists, and we're looking for specific answers. But for the, for the pain patient now, this is an extra hurdle for somebody who's in pain, who's already been stigmatized, as you say. Already people are saying, oh, you're a drug addict. When all you are is somebody living with massive pain who's looking for some relief, you're living with agony. We're talking about more than a million people in Canada, and we're talking more than 110 million in the United States. So these are, we're, it's not about the, and, and the numbers and the crisis is not about the patients. It's about, if I may use the term, generic drug addicts who are dying because they're getting hold of illegal opioids. Am I right? Absolutely, and uh, I think that's pretty clear these days. Every uh, jurisdiction and authority you see comes out with figures now, like BC just came out with over 83% of, of deaths there now are, are, are attributed to illicit substances, and, and that's been going on for years. And, and But this is the problem, Roy. When you can't accept what the real problem is, 
you can't solve it. And by doing things like the Alberta Pharmacy Group is doing, that just promotes the problem. You know, uh, there's an unchecked flow of, of, of medications that are being diverted from non-medical sources. And, and uh, you know, if they don't address that diversion, they're never going to solve the, the whole problem. And it's just getting worse. I mean, if you've uh, and you've obviously looked into the, some of this stuff. If you look what's coming up from from uh, uh, the website, I mean, uh, what they're doing is, is uh, you know, these people are going on the Internet and using a credit card to get what they want. That's not a prescription. No. But those credit card pain relievers all, all obviously inflate the statistics of prescription pain mm-hmm. relievers and, and who gets penalized. I've uh, been in touch over the last couple of days with a 76-year-old former military um, uh, member of our military, military veteran, and retired police officer who is struggling tremendously with hugely uh, invasive chronic pain because of health conditions that he has. He's 76 years old. Guess what they're doing to him? His doctor has cut his opioids and can't have them, and it's because the doctor's afraid of the Ontario College of Physicians and Surgeons Maybe pulling the doctor's medical license. Barry, thank you so much for the time. And again, thank you for everything you do. Thank you, Roy, and I uh, appreciate what you're doing. Thank you. All right. Barry Elmer is the executive director of the Chronic Pain Association of Canada. We'll come right back.